Good morning. I'm Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, this is one of my proudest moments for the show because anytime we have our guests who are involved in charity, it's a very special day. So we have here Mr. Brian Fesser, the founder, president, and board chair, and Mr. Marty Robinson, Esquire, founder, executive director, and board member of the In the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Brian and Marty, welcome to the program. Thank you. I appreciate you having us today. You know, it's, 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 it's not too rare, but a lot of times I do a lot of telephone interviews, and it's really great to have you both here in person to talk about this really, really great charity that you have. But before we, we get into that, you two gentlemen have, I mean, actually, I could do a show with each of you individually <laughs> because your backgrounds are just phenomenal. But if you could, could you share with our audience a little bit about your experience and background in education? Sure. Marty, okay. would you like to go first? Sure. Uh, first of all, great afternoon, great evening, uh, Mr. Gunter, and thank you so much for having myself and Mr. Fesser here tonight. really appreciate you and Seton Hall University here at WSOU 89.5. Uh-oh. He's calling FM. out the call letters. <laughs> I am, uh, my background, uh, I am a Garden State bred educated uh, young man. I, I have earned a Bachelor of Science and dual major from Rutgers University uh, about 45 minutes down the road on, in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, thereafter, I went to Seton Hall University School of Law down the street in Newark, New Jersey, where I earned my Juris Doctorate degree. Uh, a few years later after that, I went to New Brunswick Theological Seminary back in New Brunswick where I earned my Master's of Divinity uh, degree. And uh, even more, uh, in the fall I will be attending United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio, where I'll be starting my road, my journey to earn my Doctorate of Ministry uh, degree. And on the way, uh, through all of those paths of education, I just developed a, a, a love for learning and a love for the community and a heart for people. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few moments. Wonderful, wonderful. Wow. Uh, good morning to your listeners, and, and thank you so much for having us today. Uh, it really is a great honor um, to do that. Just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a military guy by trade, 28 years in the military, both as a prior service enlisted member, and then I retired after 28 years as a lieutenant colonel. Uh, but w- one thing I really like to talk about is the mili- military career, is all the people that we got to meet and see, which help, we'll talk about later, help inspire in the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Um, my background in education is a bachelor's degree in psychology and sociology from Towson State in Maryland. I do have a minor in anthropology because I took one class and I got to get that up as well. Um, I have a master's in national security and strategic studies from the Naval War College. I have a master's degree in human resources and a MBA as well. Uh, yes, and you also have a number of certifications in regards to protection, which is which is which is awesome. Yes, I do. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. And also, yeah, I would be remiss, but we do have Ms. Chantel Robinson here as well, mm-hmm. who works in the charity as well. So, Chantel, just want to say a little little hello. Oh, absolutely. Uh, good morning, listeners. Uh, Chantel Robinson here. I'm one of the uh, founding members and advisors to In the Spirit of Giving. Really happy to be here today. Um, my background is I have a chemical engineering degree from Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Go Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to uh, Seton Hall University here and got my MBA. And then I also got a Master of Science in International Business. So I have two masters here from Seton Hall University. And I'm just excited to be here. Wow. Well, I'm excited to talk about um, this this foundation and I, I first met uh, your wife 
uh, Ms. Robinson, um, at the career fair, our, our, our tables were actually back to back. And um, when things slowed down, I turned around and said, oh, so tell me ab about the charity. And then, you know, she was telling me that you know, this is a charity where you select a charity and you provide them funds. And the one that um, at, the, at, at the time was dealing with um, uh, helping police officers with their cars by providing them bulletproof doors. Yes. Which yes. I thought they were already bulletproof, but no, they're not. They're not. No. <laughs> but how did this charity come about? Well, I, I'll start and then and turn mm -hmm. it over to Marty. Mm -hmm. I, I guess the, the name in and of itself kind of tells you what we're all about in the spirit of giving. And the spirit of giving is you don't expect anything in return. And, and that's what we kind of premise everything that we do. Um, one is we, we look and we have three pillars um, in the spirit of giving. One is for social responsibility, uh, another for next-gen responsibility, and another one for community. So everybody working together to push forward. Um, in law enforcement, we saw that there was a lot of things ongoing within law enforcement, both good and bad, let's be honest. Um, but one thing we wanted to do is make sure they were protected as they were protecting us. Hence, our first campaign of fundraising um, for in the spirit of giving was protecting those, protecting us. And, and that's kind of how it came about. And now it's really snowballed into uh, a big opportunity uh, to help provide protection for law enforcement officers. Wow. And also, just to piggyback on what Brian just shared, mm -hmm. for all of our uh, – Technology fans, our website is www.inthespiritofgiving.org, all one word, all together, www.inthespiritofgiving.org. Our mission is to enhance uh, the quality of life of the communities where we live, learn, and work. Once again, our mission is to enhance the quality of life in the communities where we live, learn, and work. And just to, to talk more about this protecting those, protecting uh Protecting Those Protecting Us campaign, that's part of our, it's underneath the umbrella of our community responsibility pillar. On our website, we have our first uh, fundraising campaign, which is devoted uh, specifically for that. As we stated, unfortunately, in this uh, fast-paced, smart world that we live in, unfortunately, 99% of the law enforcement vehicles are not bulletproof. I mean, it's like, duh, we need, to, we need to change that immediately. One of our goals, one of our many goals at In the Spirit of Giving is to provide at least 5,000, right? 5,000, 5,000, 5,000 uh, ballistic resistant systems uh, for the driver side doors and the passenger side doors of all law enforcement vehicles. We're working on the technology uh, for, the vehicle, for the windows as well, for the glass. That's where all the chemical engineers and the scientists come into play. That is not my lane. That is not my <laughs> skill set. But they're getting close uh, to providing that so that we can save lives. Um, unfortunately, one life uh, is, is far too many. So we're excited about that with our social responsibility pillar. We want everyone to, to move off what I call the pro, uh, pro, proverbial sideline into the for, to the forefront, from the audience to the stage. We want everyone to really join in. There's something that all of us can do. There's a need uh, that can be met with our next-gen uh, responsibility pillar. We're doing our best to grab a hold of our, our younger generation. These are our youth ambassadors who not only for their support, but also to engage them because they're so creative, not that, only with but social. that teaches them leadership yes, at such an early age. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, and there's so many different social movements. We have an exciting, for lack of a better word, we have an exciting political campaign. It's a whole other conversation, mm -hmm. whole other interview going on. So uh -huh. there's so many needs that can be met. Well, that is excellent. You know, uh, 
this is the first time I've heard the word next gen used in a nonprofit way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother uh, just retired from McDonald's, and his son was considered next gen. That's mm-hmm. a, a phrase that they use, and I and I think it it really allows the younger generation to realize, hey, you're the next leader. So exactly. So next it, leader it, it, now. Right, right, right. That is that is excellent. And so the organization was founded when. Um, well, like, like anything, it takes a while to get the paperwork done, but sure. officially uh, October of last year, mm-hmm. got the final paperwork uh, from the IRS and from the state and all that. So really full up and running since uh, probably mid-January to early February. Um, we have a great team, brought Marty on as the executive director, mm-hmm. um, running the day-to-day operations with mm-hmm. the team that we have and, and just mm-hmm. doing a phenomenal job of letting people know about ITSOG in the spirit of Giving Foundation. And is it, am I correct, Montclair, is based on Montclair? Um, in Lakewood, New Jersey. In Lakewood, New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah. My uncle lives in Lakewood, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Um, pastor Marion, but anyway, that's a okay. he's a pastor in New Brunswick. Um, interesting, interesting. And so what is the big thing for 2016? Just You just got uh, the organization established. You have your campaign that, that you're doing. Uh, is there anything else that you're looking to achieve this year? I think I'll, I'll talk a little bit first. So the first pillar is community, where we talk about the law enforcement of the mm-hmm. um, We're working through with the staff and advisors and others what the other two campaigns should be, one yes. for social responsibility and one for our next-gen responsibility. And we bring in interns, we bring in students from Seton Hall, as a matter of fact, and other locations to get that next-gen feel of mm-hmm. what needs to be done. And so it's a process. Ideally, we would like to have two or three campaigns we call them campaigns because they're fundraising campaigns of course. to provide those funds back. Two but or it gives three a sense each. of urgency. Exactly so. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. And, and in a campaign, you need a leader. And so we can find mm-hmm. leaders out there. We can lead those organizations for ourselves within ITSOC. But uh, ideally, we want two or three different uh, campaigns for each one of our pillars. And, 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 you know, with all the different nonprofit organizations out there, what prompted you to start this one versus to bridge on to someone else's Organization Was there a unique void that you saw that you wanted to fill? I think one of the reasons, and talking with Chantel, who's here with us today, and, and Marty early on when we wanted to do this, is there, very, there are some very specific charities out there. Um, what I would like to tell your, your audience uh, as well, that I was with Wounded Warrior Project for many, many years, mm-hmm. um, very focused on veterans, current-day veterans. Right. VFW, former veteran, well, you're always a sure. veteran, but mm-hmm. from different wars and, and previous or you have other very specific ones. And so with us, with our three pillars, we can impact our community uh, socially, responsibly, right, in right. each one of those areas. Right. So we're not matrixed to one cause or, or one mm-hmm. thing. We can open it up to others nice. and, and be really in the give it in the spirit of giving. It's very, very unique, uh, um, the three pillars. I think, I think that's very unique and, and very admirable. The one I love, of course, is the one about the next gen mm-hmm. um, make leaders now. Anything you wanted to add to that, Mark? Well, for me, it was, it was a natural fit because mm-hmm. all through my life, I'd been, uh, I guess, molded and continuing to be shaped into leadership from uh, my parents who've had such a wonderful impact on me for playing Little League Baseball to my first paper route and then also to um, um, church, church-related matters. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I am a pastor as well, so this mm-hmm. was a natural fit. I'm the pastor of Bethel Amy Church up in Passaic, uh, New Jersey. I've been pastoring there three years. I've also had an extensive amount of experience in Essex County, mm-hmm. uh, right on the ground, right on the ground being a foot soldier for different uh, 
uh, nonprofit organizations. I've run fatherhood programs. I've done youth uh, development and engagement um, work, and I've also most recently working in the Newark Public School Systems as a community engagement specialist. So again, this was a natural fit, and we're talking about the word responsibility. If you break down the word responsibility, believe it or not, is is a response and an ability. So we have the ability. That was good, right? I we have the that. ability <laughs> to respond. So this was a natural fit. I'm so thankful for Brian over the last year, Mr. Fester, mm-hmm. uh, to invite me in. It was a natural fit. My lovely wife works with him. So I get a chance to see my beautiful wife as well as doing wonderful work uh, in the community. And that's what leadership is really all about. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about the next gen uh, generation, no pun intended, with the selfies. You know, we're so we're so concerned about our selfie, but we have to take our mind off of ourself and, and transpo- transpose it on others. So that's what I think this 21st century leadership for all companies, whether it be a Fortune 500 company, a Fortune 50 company, uh, anybody in every context, we should focus on doing more for each other. Oh, no, no doubt about it. And yes. I would add by, by talking with and selecting and asking uh, Marty, Reverend Robinson, mm-hmm. if you would, Pastor Robinson, mm-hmm. if you would, to be the executive director <coughs> of In the Spirit of Giving. And, and I, I really believe, it. I, I don't want to say it's a faith-based um, uh, nonprofit, but it is based on faith. It's, it's quite all right. Uh, it, it's, it's based on faith. Um, and it's important for me as well. Um, um, my wife and I are both uh, on the trustees at our church. We run the food bank as well as the lending closet. My wife runs the preschool and daycare for the church, which is a mission. And... and Part of believing is giving back, mm-hmm. and part of giving back is expecting nothing in return. Right. So for Marty and I, it's been, a, as he said, not that we're here to pat each other back, just a great marriage, if you will, mm-hmm. um, besides yours and Chantal's. I got yes. that. Yes. But <laughs> yours and mine together uh, sure. for, for what we're doing here. Well, you know, Seton Hall is all about servant leadership, mm-hmm. and that's something that uh, we stress very sincerely. Um, and it is about helping without expecting Mm-hmm. something in, in return, so I, I, I applaud that. How did the two of you meet? I guess the easiest way is through his yeah, wife's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, we worked together at a company called Millspray in mm-hmm. Lakewood, mm-hmm. and um, she's a phenomenal woman, and mm-hmm. I knew she had to be married to a phenomenal man, mm-hmm. and sure enough, she was, and so we met yes. at work one day, and then mm-hmm. we started talking and getting to know each other, and I think the rest of mm-hmm. history is That's kind right. of the short mm-hmm. version of it. I'd like to jump into a little bit about leadership yes. in tough situations. Um, you're, you're a man of the clergy. Yes. You're a man of faith. Um, when you're in the community and you're trying to evoke change, yes. but you know you're dealing with folks, we were talking earlier mm-hmm. offline in regards to folks who just don't know what they don't know. Yes. They don't really know any better. How will your organization tap into that that area? It's a very, very tough, difficult area. I remember church I was attending some time ago, um, the, the pastor's son got beat up on the basketball court. Wow. Police came. They didn't press charges. What the pastor did I thought was brilliant. He established a basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and the church managed it, gave out prizes. The young man who beat up his son apologized, mm-hmm. and I think probably turned him around, you know. But how do you... Mm-hmm. How do you handle that situation well the first thing that comes to my mind is this premise that most people don't care about how much you know they care about how much you care 
they don't want to know how much you know, how many degrees you have behind your name mm -hmm. or in front of you, or letters you have in front of your name. They want to know how much you care. So you have to mm -hmm. have a connection with the people. They have to feel and see and, I guess, for lack of a better word, smell your heart, if that makes sense. Um, and then you have to find out what the needs are and try to meet them at their place of need. So in Passaic, New Jersey, or wherever I may be, mm -hmm. I have to find out what is going on in right. the community. Right. As we say in church language, we have to be a church in the community and a community in the church. And one of the tensions of leadership of that is that it takes time. Um, as Mr. Fesser, Brian, and yourself, Mr. Mm -hmm. Gunter, my lovely wife, Mm -hmm. uh, Mrs. Chantel Robinson, we all attest we are all visionaries in the room. We are all 360-degree mm -hmm. leaders. We have different mm -hmm. layers. We want things to move very fast, and sometimes that, that really tugs on our, my, at least for myself, my ability to be patient. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a process. It's a difficult mm -hmm. process, but it's a challenging process, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a rewarding process, and that's what leadership is. Leadership is about influence, and we'll talk a little bit more about it, but as we know, leadership it, everything rises and falls on leadership, uh, whether you're talking about the NBA playoffs. If you're an NBA playoff fan, you saw Steph Curry as I digressed last <laughs> night in the, in the overtime. And, I, stayed, uh, I stayed up late to watch it. <laughs> and he's a unanimous. My point is I close on this, my first close. Uh, he's a, he was the first unanimous NBA MVP award winner in all of the years of the NBA history. And we saw why so last night. We saw why last saw night. Why last My night. point is when you're engaged in leadership, no matter how well you lead, uh, no matter how much of a visionary you are, no matter how much of a creative person you are, a servant leader, you're not going to have a unanimous vote with whatever you do. So we have to rest in that as you're trying to provoke change and influence over people. And I think Marty's spot on with everything he said, and mm -hmm. I want to add one of our monikers, if you will, um, for In the Spirit of Giving uh, Foundation. That is, uh, believe, belong, begin. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And, and everything that Marty said, mm -hmm. first you've got to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and others need to believe in you as well. But I, I really firmly believe, and I think Marty does as well, that we are responsible for our own happiness, mm -hmm. for our own opportunities, and our own failures. That's right. Others can help us with that, but we are responsible for that. Right. So first you've got to believe in yourself. You have to do that. Then you need to belong, whether it's a church, mm -hmm. whether it's a basketball team, mm -hmm. whether it's a baseball team, as mm -hmm. Marty mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. You've got to belong somewhere because no one person can do it by themselves. Right. No one leader can do it by themselves. And then you need to begin. Mm -hmm. You can talk about it. You That's can right. say you're going to do it. But unless you begin, it means nothing. So That's you right. have to believe, belong, and mm -hmm. begin. And we mm -hmm. talk about that all the time in, in the Spirit of Giving Foundation. You know, I focus a lot of times when I when I do a talk on three words, and I've never used that one. But if, if with You're your permission, I would one, love please. to. <laughs> that that is awesome. So, in for 2016, what does success look like for in the spirit of giving? You talked about the 5,000 uh, uh, doors that you would like to um, put in the ballistic material. For me, success is changing the life of one person. That's success. Being successful is many people, mm -hmm. many other organizations. But if we can change the life of one person and that person can change their life or the life of someone else, as we all know, it multiplies and it multiplies out. So for me, I think we're going to get, I don't want to say grand, but grand in the sense of helping many, many people, many organizations. Mm -hmm. But we're going to start with one. And we're starting with that group on Friday mm -hmm. for the, a woman named... Um, yes, let's talk she, about that. A woman named Shelly mm -hmm. Powers has started a group called Soar in the Zone. And it's for special needs kids. And she is the special needs 
uh, project manager for Baltimore County, Maryland, and she's taken it upon herself through our own funds to put this organization together for kids that are in high school and even those that are 18, 19, and 21, a place to go, uh, a youth center, if you will, where they go bowling, they have crabs, they, they, they work on things, they, they do things together. And my daughter's heavily involved, my son is involved. They actually, three weeks ago, had a prom. Mm -hmm. um, as we can think, a lot of special uh, needs uh, men and women um, don't necessarily get invited to the prom. So clothing was donated, tuxedos, oh, flowers, right. food, a hall. My son was mm -hmm. one of the, uh, the people there to help out and serve and dance mm -hmm. and do different things. And so it's just a phenomenal way. So in that way, we're going we're gonna to change Shelly's life because now she's not encumbered with all that financialness. But we're gonna, she's changing those other lives, and now we're yeah. going to help her change those other lives. So for me, that's success. That's huge. And that's our first grant, if you will, will be uh, the, uh, Friday uh, of this week. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. that, that is awesome. My niece uh, is a teacher in Baltimore. And so I will send the information. I'll send it to her. Uh, I think she teaches seventh or eighth grade math in one of their um, uh, magnet schools excellent. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So but that that is excellent. That is excellent. And so you, you're you're going to do that event now. This charity it, it it just doesn't stop with this event. It continues. People can if 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 they hear this interview a little bit later on iTunes, they could, they could go to www.inthespiritofgiving.org, all one word. One more time, www.inthespiritofgiving.org, all one word. And now we know why Marty is a pastor <laughs> and the executive director of In the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Great job, Marty. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Brian Fesser, the founder, president, and board chair, and Mr. Marty Robinson, Esquire, Pastor, yes. founder, executive director, and board member of In the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Yes. And um, Pastor Robinson's lovely wife, Miss Chantel Robinson, is here with us in the studio as well. So for our audience, for those who are aspiring to say, I thought about that, what, what advice would you give them if they want to start a charity? I would say... Believe, belong, and begin. begin. Yeah. Believe in your own idea. Begin to talk about it with other people like I did with Chantel and Marty and, and other founding members. Mm -hmm. And then begin. Take the first step, whether it's applying for a state license or the federal license, and then you apply for the IRS for your, uh, through the IRS for your tax, uh, the, uh, the 501-3C. 3C, right. Uh, mm -hmm. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. You've got to begin somewhere. I think... I think People generally are their own worst enemies, or wow. they, they go around with, uh, they have uh, hope stealers around them, mm -hmm. um, where you may have the great idea, and someone's going to steal that hope. And I always tell people, I've traveled all the world through military combat zones, you should never take away someone's hope. It may be the last thing that they have, and if someone is hopeful on what they want to do, mm -hmm. then do it. Help support them. Don't take it away from them. Help support them. Mm -hmm. So someone who wants to start their, they can do it. They, they start out small like we want to both, you know, locally, then nationally, or regionally, then nationally, then internationally. You have to start. You have to begin. So believe, belong, begin. And uh, watch out for the hope stillers. I've never heard that one yeah, before. Yeah. Hope stillers. Yeah. And you can I'll use that one as well. <laughs> and I'll piggyback, I'll piggyback very quickly on that, too. You may want to take this. It just reminds me, I was teaching um, some of our young scholars at church over the last two weeks on a teaching entitled The Young and the Restless, a spin on the soap opera. So what am I saying? When we have this, this dream, this vision, this, this big idea, 
that's within us for a person who wants to start this wonderful uh, charity. We're going to be restless. We're going to, it's going to linger in us. So we have to figure out how to remove that restlessness by believing and belonging and beginning. And beginning. So we have to do that because, as Bishop T.D. Jake said many years ago, there's two, the two most important days in your life is, number one, when you're born, and the second day is when you find out what your purpose is. And if that's a person's purpose, that's going to make that person peaceful, and you're going to be happy. So once that person believes, belongs, and begins, that person will not be restless anymore. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. My, my niece is in um, the Overtown section of Miami. Okay. For the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, she has that purpose. Mm-hmm. you know. And I think she got it from our mother because we, we grew up in Atlantic City in a grocery store. And um, my mother was always there to help out the, uh, the neighbors to, to help them with groceries mm-hmm. or whatever it was that they needed. Mm-hmm. And it really feels good when you help someone. That's right. You don't want them, right. nothing in return. Right. Because that idea, sorry to interrupt you, that idea is there for a reason. That, that thought, that restlessness, that dream. Uh, the big idea, again, something that keeps us up at night, if you're an insomniac, uh, whatever works for you. So we have to get out of our own way mm-hmm. uh, and continue to battle against ourselves because we have so many distractions in life, you know, so many distractions, nice. good, bad, and ugly, uh, that, that take time away from us getting to our purpose. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we talk about the, the, the millennials, the young yes. folks. I have a 19-year-old daughter. But the one thing that I, I think that I've witnessed working with the students here at Seton Hall is that they really have a, a, a desire to help out people. Great. They really have a, 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 a servant component to their personality and where they're not so concerned about making money. They're concerned about making a difference. Mm-hmm. Have you witnessed that uh, in, in, in your ministry? Absolutely. Um, We call that calling. We call that a calling. We call Mm -hmm. that a calling. Mm -hmm. Something that won't go away. Mm -hmm. That's your what we call your divine purpose, your original purpose. Um, And that's where you really look at others' needs, other person's needs Mm -hmm. before your own. Um, You have a selflessness about you. Mm -hmm. Um, You just have a different mindset. You have a transformed mind. You have a different type of heart. You have a heart for You have a drive, something Mm -hmm. that's driving you. Uh, to help other person, it's it's unique, um, but when it's there, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a phenomenal thing, and when it's in activation, uh, it does uh, just some wondrous things. Look look at so many great leaders in the world who have sacrificed their lives, their 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 physical life, their finances. Right. They've made countless sacrifices mm-hmm. to do great things, um, but it takes courage, and it's we can talk about it all we want. Uh, but some people would rather just go home and watch uh, TV, get on the phone, or do other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is it is a uh, uh, an improving, not phenomenon, but I see more young persons, more next gen, uh, more millennials uh, looking out for other persons. Believe it or not, we are out of time. But wow. before we go, um, share with share with our audience one thought about in the spirit of giving that you want to resonate with our listening. Just one? Just one. <laughs> Just one? A couple potato chips? You can have two potato chips. <laughs> well, I'll say this um, in a practical way, www.inthespiritofgiving.org. For those listeners, thank you for carving out time out of your busy schedule on a, what night is this? 
Tuesday night? It's going to be a Saturday morning. Saturday window. morning. <laughs> Saturday morning uh, to listen to it. Just please go on uh, to the website, www.inthespiritofgiving.org, and uh, you'll find a lot of wonderful information about us. And please reach out to us. We look forward to hearing from you soon. I would just like to say to your listeners and anyone else who may listen to this in the future that that don't let anyone take your hope away, mm -hmm. that everyone can and will make a difference in the world, and it should be a positive difference. And you need to believe, you need to belong, you need to begin in everything and every aspect of your life, and that's what we hope to do in, in the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Thank you. And last but not least, for the wonderful <laughs> Miss Robinson who brought these two gentlemen together. Yeah, I just, um, again, I want to thank you, Mr. Gunter, for oh, inviting all of us to be here and to talk about such a wonderful organization called In the Spirit of Giving uh, Foundation. And so I just want to let your listeners know that there is wonderful information on our website. Please go there, support the causes, and support the things that we're very passionate about. Well said. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend. Um, we're so pleased. I want to thank Mr. Brian Fessler, the founder, president, board chair, and Mr. Pastor Marty Robinson, Esquire founder, executive director, and board member of thank In you. the Spirit of Giving Foundation. Thank you. Thank you for coming in today. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great weekend.